What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And here we are again. I always love Mondays and I love spending this time with you. So thank you so much for being here with me today. And if you're listening to this podcast at a later date, I appreciate you so much. And I love hearing your ideas, your feedback, your suggestions, all of it. Just go ahead, send it my way at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com, T-A-B-A-K-A. You know, I'm, I consider myself so lucky. I really do. I'm just such an incredibly lucky woman because I get to speak to people from all walks of life. I get to interview highly successful and motivated and wonderful people. I get to hear from people who aren't in the best place in their lives and, and, and are reaching out for help and are ready to change. And I get to help people create change. And I can't think of a more rewarding lifestyle and career. Gosh, if you put me to the test, I couldn't think of anything else I'd rather be doing. And I can see where we're in trouble as a society by the trends that come to me in the phone calls that I get from prospects and the emails from people just reaching out. Sometimes I get emails from people who just, who just need to tell their story. And I love it. I think that's great because I love that they're comfortable reaching out to me, but I also enjoy knowing what What's stressing people out and and looking at, wow, where's the stress coming from? What can be done about it? You know me, mindset queen, right? And just kind of analyzing, although I'm not a therapist, I still get in there and analyze, okay, what what's going on here? What is the very, very basic sense of everything that's going on in this person's life and these people's life? And what can they do to change it? And I've, it seems like I've been receiving a lot of phone calls lately from people who are holding on to past crises and they're holding on in such a way that it's causing some, some bitterness and some anger and some resentment in them. And now believe me, that is not a criticism. I have been there, done that, and probably more than once in my life, I would imagine, but one, one really, really difficult time comes to mind for me. And it's, it's human nature until we evolve, until we tap into that emotional intelligence that, that we all have the gift of, but maybe aren't aware of. It's human nature for us to become bitter. And it can be a very, very destructive and painful experience. And I'll give you an example from one of the, the more recent phone calls. A woman called and said, you know, everything, her whole business has just gone down the drain. She hasn't had the energy. She hasn't had the money. She hasn't had this and hasn't had that. And this has happened and that has happened. And her partner, you know, took her to court. Her business partner took her to court and, and it was just, 
a losing proposition and they both ended up losing everything basically and she ended up hanging on to the business and and she's still holding on to this business because it shows such promise but then she had to go through divorce and her husband didn't need to pay alimony because although she'd been home with the kids, she'd been working on her business and the business hadn't made money in a couple of years, but it, it should have made money. And, and so uh, according to, of course, the courts and her husband, that is. And, and so he got out of having to pay alimony, which is neither here nor there, but the fact is that she was just really hanging on to all this. And I said, well, how long ago was this? How long did your, your business partner you, partner and you end up going to court? She said, five years. Wow. Five years. I mean, really think about that. That's a long, long time to be telling that story, right? Failure really hurts. It does. And it, it bruises the ego. And it, it destroys us if we let it. Difficult customers, relationships with business partners that don't work out and personal relationships like marriages and friendships and even family relationships and, and things like our economy. All these things can create failure in our lives and also create an opportunity for us to put the blame for that lack of success outside of ourselves. To let go of the responsibility or our share of the responsibility for the failure. It's Again, it can be human nature for some people and we can just fall into that placing it elsewhere. And I have been talking, as I said, to more and more people who are holding on to lawsuits and, and settlements and child custody battles and landlord woes and, and things that it's probably time to let go of, ends up in bitterness. So what is bitterness? Well, basically, it's anger and disappointment at being treated at what we deem is unfairly. And it builds up is a resentment. And uh, I have a, a, a friend, actually, who has always been the breadwinner in her household. And she has great earning potential. And her husband was the stay-at-home dad. And she resents that. And things aren't working out for her the way that she wanted them to in their separation and pending divorce. And, you know, if, if the roles were reversed, and I believe if the roles were reversed and she were the stay-at-home mom, then yes, she would be entitled to half of everything in alimony and child support. But because the man is in this role, she is having a hard time understanding why, why that's happening, why things aren't going her way. And that resentment and that bitterness can really drive a person and their business and can just really place everything at odds. You know, bitterness just perpetuates the pain and it leads to greater losses. I love this Nelson Mandela quote, resentment is like drinking poison and hoping it will kill your enemies. Resentment is like drinking poison and then hoping it will kill your enemies. Really, anger and resentment, bitterness, it 
it's all in that same boat, even jealousy and hatred. Oh my goodness, hatred is just such a, a powerful emotion. We have to learn to let go of these feelings. When you hold on to ill will, the only person that loses is you and the people you love, if there are any left. Now, you're sitting there saying, well, you know, this person really hurt me. They took everything. Uh, they stopped loving me. They took my children or they tried to take my children. They did this or did that. I mean, we can go on to think of a million ways people can hurt us, right? We're human. And how can you forgive that? How can you accept what they've done? How can you let go of it? It's ruined your life. Well, I can understand how you can feel that way. I truly can. And believe me, I have absolute and and total, total sympathy and understanding because I don't think there's a thing you can name that I probably haven't been through myself. But through it all, I've learned, I've learned to let go. I've learned to let go of that blame, that bitterness, the lack of forgiveness that accompanies things like failed partnerships and lost businesses and difficult circumstances that lead to disruptive emotions and fearful thinking. You know, fearful thinking, right? What is that? It's the kiss of death for an entrepreneur or for a leader or really for anyone, okay? Fearful thinking will keep you stuck either in the same place or take you to an even much, much more destitute and desperate place. So our goal here is to move up that that scale, that vibrational pattern that we feel when we're in that negative place of fear, hatred, anger, and slowly start tipping those scales toward love and joy and hope, okay? And I know... For some people, that sounds like a really, really far stretch. Like I'm really reaching. Well, how can I, how can I go there when I can't pay the mortgage, when I might be losing my house, or when there's just never enough money, or when I only get to ch- see my children every other weekend, or when this business is failing and if I let go, I don't know what else I'll do with my life. There are. You know, sometimes it feels like there's no way you're going to find happiness or joy and laughter again. There's no way that you're going to be able to let go of that anger. And if you're not at that extreme side of the spectrum, then maybe you're somewhere in between where you still have this energetic vibration of bitterness or anger or fear or blame. And it's not with you constantly, but it's there. Or maybe you have money coming from somewhere where there's negative energy attached like alimony or child support or um, I was speaking with, with someone the other day who is having problem with their tenants and that rent money is coming in every week, every month rather, and, and there's just such a negative vibration attached to that rent money, you know. Um, there, there's so many ways that you can remain connected to these lower energies and that it can continue to damage. So we're going to talk about more about that today and, and what the signs of bitterness are. How do you know when you're, you're in a bitter, a place of bitterness? Because here's what I hear all the time. Well, this happened and that happened and this is going on and, and this person is trying to do this and oh my God, they're so horrible because they're doing this and they're doing that and they've done this and this happened and it goes on and on and on. And, and the person says, but really, I'm not angry. Really, I get it. Really, I know that 
whatever. And they start making these excuses. Well, you know what? They don't get it. If it's still your central story, if you're still talking about it all the time, you don't get it. And so when we come back from this break, I want to talk about the signs of bitterness. How do you know when you're holding on and when you're having feelings that could be connected to to something that you're you're dredging up from the past and that maybe it's time to move on from as difficult as that may sound. We'll be right back. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family? Do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work? Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose and all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? We'll pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. here on Tugginet Radio. Like many women, finding balance in life and time to take care of yourself is hard to do. Between managing a career and marriage and children and a busy family schedule, it's hard to maintain a sense of self. And Heather shares how she does it. Check out Heather's website, basilmama.com. Join us for food and a whole lot more on Around the Kitchen Sink with your host, Heather Tallman. Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success, more stability, more happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smarts, strategies, and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Yes, we are here today talking about the damaging effects of bitterness and how you can maybe realize where you're at with stories of your past and understand why it's important to let go. And at the end of the show, I'm going to give you some, some action steps, some things that you can start to do to let go of that bitterness and, and move on. It's really important that you understand the value of moving on. And in order to understand that value, you have to know the value or the, the problems that, that it's bringing into your life. So what are the signs of bitterness? Well, externalizing blame. We talked about that in the beginning of the show, but when you continue to criticize and judge and point the finger at others, even years after the event, okay, then you've probably got some bitterness going on, right? Because when we can't let go of our stories, what do we tend to do? 
first of all, we're internalizing them. We're taking them on and they are becoming a part of who we are. In fact, a lot of people become their stories. Have you ever run into somebody like that? You go to a party, you saw the person there, you know, six months or eight months or even a year or two ago, you saw them somewhere else and, and you say, uh-oh. And sure enough, Joe walks up to you, hey, how you been? You know, I've been. Doesn't even give you a chance to talk and he starts telling you about this, this horrible divorce or, you know, his business problems or, you know, something horrible that happened, the, the lawsuit that happened three years ago and he hasn't let go of it. Well, you know, you see that person coming in and you don't want to be one of them, even with the smallest of stories. So when you start pointing blame, then hanging on to things and externalizing the blame and not take the responsibility because we all share in responsibility, even if you feel like a victim, believe me, there is responsibility on your part for what has occurred. And that's a tough pill for some people to swallow. But that would be the first step for you is to really look at, okay, where where did I contribute to this issue? What could I have done differently? Because you do, you want to do sort of um, uh, post analysis on the crises in your life. It's, it's important to do that because you don't want to make the same mistakes twice. And uh, I recall having a client years ago who was involved in four business partnerships and they all ended up in court, okay? So, <laughs> you know, we keep perpetuating things and we keep making the mistakes over and over and over again if we don't take on our share of the responsibility. Now, understand the difference between responsibility and blame. There's no blame here. Okay, it's not the blame game. Taking on responsibility just means looking at things in review and um, evaluating them for how you can do things differently in the future and what you've learned about it. So if you look at it that way, then maybe it won't be such a tough pill to, to swallow. People who have bitterness going on also can be very hypersensitive. So... So far, we're looking at externalizing blame and being hypersensitive. Bitter people often become really touchy and upset at small things. And they can also be very suspicious of others' intentions and have a difficult time with trust. So from there, you jump to really, really outrageous outbursts like anger or being disgusted with others, when in actuality, you're probably more disgusted with yourself. So why do we become hypersensitive when we're in this bitter place? Well, because again, that four-letter F word, fear, fear, you know, you're afraid of it happening again. You're afraid of the other shoe falling. You know, I went through a period in my life where I was constantly afraid of what was going to go wrong next because so many horrible, truly horrible things had happened all in a row, just one after the other after the other. And when I did this, when I went through this process and, and assumed the responsibility without blame, without condemning myself, and believe me, that took a lot of work, a lot of forgiveness work. Okay. It's not easy. You don't just necessarily flip the switch and say, well, you know, 
yeah, it's my fault and oh well, such is life, move on. Not everyone can do that. In fact, I don't know anyone who can do that. So you definitely, you fill yourself up with all of this negative energy and all of this fear and all of this anticipation of what's going to happen next. And so every small thing that happens just tips the scales again and, and your, your, your stress levels overflow because you're already beyond capacity. And so you do, you become very hypersensitive and become very untrusting. And again, it starts with you, right? If you can't trust yourself to make sound decisions and to follow your instincts, then who can you trust? Then you can't trust either anyone, can you? Right? So you become hypersensitive. You have a hard time trusting. You might go off the deep end very easily. You might be very fast to anger. And uh, you're going to continue externalizing the blame. Now, I want to tell you, and I probably should have said this earlier, um, this is based on an article that I wrote recently for Inc. Magazine online. And so you'll find the outline of what we're talking about here today, the basics of what we're talking about today, over in my column space at Inc., which is com slash author slash Marla hyphen Tabaka, T-A-B-A-K-A. So just listen and maybe take a few notes, but you don't have to write all this down. You can go ahead and find it over at Inc. and, and refer to it there. So the other sign of bitterness, another sign, is that you become regretful. Anger and big bitterness just make it really difficult to accept responsibility for your own actions without experiencing that blame and regret. We've been touching on this. You get stuck in that cycle of remorse and sadness and self-blame. And there's a lot of stuff that, that kind of offshoots from that. And again, it's, it's about trusting yourself. You can't trust yourself and you become resentful even of yourself. So if you find yourself with a lot of regret, oh, I should have done this. And oh, why did I ever put the money into that business? Why did I ever bring that person on as a partner? If I had to do it over again, I would never do that again. If you find yourself saying things like that, oh, if only I've raised my kids differently. If only I knew then what I knew now, right? Okay, moms, dads, do you hear yourself saying that a lot? Oh, if only I knew then what I knew now. If only I understood how my children would turn out. These are the things I'd do different. You know, that kind of regretfulness can be a sign of bitterness or depression. Now, another one is, and I see this a lot, that we all know entrepreneurs have to take risk, right? Calculated risk. And when I say risk, I don't mean throwing good money after bad. I don't mean putting a second mortgage on your house. I don't mean going into enormous debt to take a risk on a business that you're not even sure about. Calculated risk. And usually when it says that, when we say that entrepreneurs are risk takers, what we mean is they take emotional risk. Okay. You have to be able to accept rejection as an entrepreneur. You have to be able to accept, I'll call it failure as an entrepreneur and learn from it and dust yourself off, pick yourself up and start over again. 
And so when we're burned once or twice or even more, we assume it's going to keep happening. And so we hesitate around taking any more risk and we second guess ourselves. We question ourselves. We doubt ourselves. You can't, you know, would you want to go into surgery and have surgery with a, a physician or a surgeon who's doubting themselves? No, you don't. And, and you don't want to be that way at the helm of your business either. And especially if you have um, employees and, and you have those customers out there depending on you, relying on you, you can't keep doubting yourself. So, you know, see if there's some remorse or regret or something even deeper like bitterness if you start doing that, okay? You start shying away from risk too much. And another sign of bitterness is when you keep reliving the past. We talked about Joe at the party, okay? When you start telling your story, over and over and over again. And it's that same old story. Notice how it feels. Okay? Pay attention to your body language. Your body is amazing. It talks to you. It tells you what's going on. It warns you. It sends you signs like heartburn and and muscle tension and... Um, hypertension and, and those signs keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that too. And how our body helps us understand that things are not quite going right in life and that it's time for us to take charge, take over and do something very, very different. So when you find yourself telling your story and it seems to be that same old story. Notice your body. Pay attention when you're doing it. You know, you're going to get tired of hearing your story. And if you're tired of hearing your story, so is everyone else. And again, you know what? I'm taking this from a page in my own life, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. This is how we learn and grow and gain our wisdom. You know, I remember when I was in that in that phase of, of telling my story of, you know, expressing my woes and my angst to everyone. And you could just hear the silence on the other end of the phone. And you could just hear people not knowing what to say through that silence, right? And, and it's, it's not, it's not who you want to be. So when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about why stress is so damaging outside of what we've already talked about and how it can be resolved. Believe me, you can resolve this. It's not too late to let go of your story. If you don't want to let go of your story, it's become what defines you. And that's not a happy place to live in your life. So start thinking about that. Do you want to be your story or do you want to be the person that you were put on this earth and, and be who you were intended to be by fulfilling a purpose that's closer to your heart in a very positive way and uh, to, to reach your true potential and your earning potential. Because remember, this all comes down to money too. We'll be back in just a minute. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life. 
through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Spirituality and wealth. Are you keeping them separate? On the Spiritual and Wealthy Show, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, Deborah Atian Wilson, known as the Intuitive Spiritual and Wealth Coach, enjoys kicking the old mindset to the curb that life needs to be spiritual or wealthy, when you can actually be both. Listen to the only spiritual and wealthy show for Deborah's playful, practical bottom line, cutting-edge wisdom to help you create the life you want and the life that you deserve. What does prosperity mean to you? How do you feel about being wealthy? Deborah's spiritual and wealthy show is about thinking and feeling differently about prosperity and wealth and how they are one. By being more playful about the ideas of spirituality and wealth and not taking ourselves so seriously, the spiritual and wealthy show will support you through Deborah Atian Wilson's raw, authentic and tell it like it is trademark radio style. Heard every Wednesday here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Is there something you'd like to learn about here on the Million Dollar Mindset? Well, you know that I'm always open to your input and suggestions. So go ahead and send those to me at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com and we'll review them here and uh, see what we can do about either talking about your suggestion on air or bringing an expert on if it's something I don't know a lot about. And next week, we do. We have an expert coming on. Michael Vaughn is the CEO of the Regis Company, and he's written a fabulous book on neural leadership. And so we're going to be talking about leadership and how to understand what your team needs psychologically so that they can really, really perform and excel and, uh, you know, how to kind of cut through all the noise that we experience today in the world and uh, use your brain, really get that brain tuned up and tuned in so that you can be an amazing leader. And, you know, these kinds of shows are even good for parents because what is parenting? It's 
leadership, right? It's being a leader, being a leader in your household and you've got your team and your family and, and there are so many parallels. And uh, so if you're not an entrepreneur, really, this show can still be for you. So we're talking today about bitterness and uh, what the signs of it are and how you know if you've got some bitterness going on, where it comes from, and why it's so damaging. That's what we're going to talk about now. We've, we've been looking at some of the reasons that it's, it's damaging. And we've got some different ones here. You know, we have stress mo- hormones, right? Well, it's, uh, let's see, how do you know? We, well, when you're in trouble or there's fear that, that sets in or you always hear the, the story about a mom being able to reach warp speed or have superhuman strength when her child is in danger. Um, we, we have these hormones that kick in and they do serve a purpose, okay? But when they're simply around stress and worry is what's bringing them on or other negative emotions like angerness and bitterness, they can be very, very damaging, So the negative emotions attached to bitterness can influence these stress responses and release this hormone called cortisol. Now, when your cortisol levels are chronically high for a sustained period of time, it can affect your immune system and increase the odds of disease. So worry, you know, when they say, oh, stop worrying, it's going to make you sick. Okay, get this. Stress is recognized as the number one proxy killer disease today. The American Medical Association has even noted that stress is the basic cause of more than 60, 60% of all human illness and disease. So yeah, your stress and worry is, is really actually very likely to make you sick. And so you know where I was saying earlier before the break that your body speaks to you. Listen to those signs. These are really important signs. When you start becoming ill more often, you catch a cold very easily or the flu, goodness forbid, very easily, or you get heartburn or even aches and pains in your knees and your joints. These are all signs that there are some mindset issues going on that you're going to want to take a look at in most cases. And a lot of the things that lead to very serious disease like cancer and serious heart, well, any heart disease is serious, but um, advanced heart disease are a part of our paradigm, mindset and beliefs that go, that fit into that paradigm that we've created as we've aged in life. You know, those experiences that we learn from beginning the moment we're born, actually, you know, even in the wound where we can hear our parents, we, we may not know what the people around us are talking about, but we can certainly feel the stress in our mother. We can hear tones, we can hear angst, we can hear fear as fetuses. And so it begins even before then. So if you've had a very stressful life or if you've received negative messages during your entire life from people who are authority figures or people you really love and care for, 
you might want to really take a look and discover what your paradigm is. Discover, start paying attention. Are you more negative than some of the people in the world that you admire and some of the successful people that you look up to? Are there things in your life that still spark negative feelings, sensations like anger and bitterness? It's important. And, uh, you know, with stress being this number one proxy killer, disease, then it's it's time we really sit up and pay attention and decide how we can take control of our lives and really change it. Change it. So when you find these stress hormones kicking in, and how will you know? Well, when they get very accelerated, then you'll feel your heartbeat, your heartbeat fastening, quickening. You'll feel maybe a dry mouth or um, you know, the inability to think straight, your shoulders may get very tense. You know, when your stress hormones kick in, you may wiggle and shake in your seat a lot. There are all sorts of signs. Pay attention to those signs. Do some deep breathing exercises. Do something to distract yourself, but don't, don't forget about the root cause of your stress. You have to go back and address it, whether it's with a coach, a therapist, or through journaling or whatever it is. These things need to get addressed and need to get out so that you'll have a different response to things that go wrong in the future. So really paying attention to your body, watching for those stress hormones to kick in. That's uh, you know something that can be very damaging. You may find that you have what I'm calling here a warped reality. Holding on to negative emotions actually alters your perception of what is possible. Okay, so for instance, a a failed partnership can lead to the belief that no partnership can be successful. A downturn in the economy can result in a, a misguided belief that you have no control over the success or failure of your business. And that is so not true. So when you have this sense of warped reality going on, this is one of the things that it's really hard to detect in yourself. So ask yourself, is that a negative thought or a negative statement? And if you would categorize it, if you heard it from somewhere else and as being negative, then take a look at it. Is it absolutely true that you cannot be a successful entrepreneur during this economy? No, it's, I'm here to tell you, it's not. Maybe in the way you're doing business, it's not possible. But it's not true that you cannot be a successful entrepreneur in this economy because there's always something you can do if you're listening to your audience and you're out there and you're understanding the need, okay? The other thing is that bitterness can keep you stuck, stasis. When you're stuck, it's because you're unwilling to look at other things that may work and to explore why you're stu- why you're staying in a place that isn't working. Okay, so you're doing that same thing over and over over again. I've seen people cling to their bitterness in such a way that it seems like they're trying to get even with or or prove a point to to someone who's hurt them. And and again, the only person they're hurting is themselves. And these people become really, really, really resistant to change and remain attached to a failing business model for fear of letting go uh, and letting the other person off the hook. 
Now, that sounds really silly, doesn't it? I'll show him I'm going to just hang on to this business or I'll show him I'm you know, going to stay in this house until it's driven into bankruptcy and I'll get even with them by hurting. Well, you don't have to hurt to get even. Again, it's only hurting you. So if you find yourself really stuck, explore. Is there any anger there? Is there any bitterness there? Is there resentment there? Are you holding on to something that you think someone else did to you in the past? Now, another point is that if you're unforgiving, you might bring, you might pay the price repeatedly by bringing anger and bit of a new experience. Okay, so your life could become so wrapped up in the wrong that you can't enjoy the present. You're so wrapped up in what, how you were wronged in the past that you can't enjoy the present. You can become depressed or anxious, and you know what? It can even lead to addictions like alcoholism or becoming a workaholic. And not getting anywhere because I'll tell you what, most workaholics really, really are not productive people. I'm going to say that again. In my experience, the people who come to me who are workaholics, are they can be far more productive working less time. You might feel like your life lacks meaning or purpose or that you're at odds with your spiritual beliefs or you just can't really find that spiritual path or you're unwilling to find a spiritual path. And you might lose a valuable or enriching connectedness with others. You might lose relationships or the depth of relationship that you once had with your children, with your spouse, with you know your friends, with your parents, whoever it is that's important to you. So take note. You know, take review, I should say, and ask yourself if any of these things ring true to you or feel familiar to you. Maybe now is the time to change. Maybe now is the time to let go and to move on and to grow into another way of doing things. And when we come back from this break, we're going to talk about how you can resolve your bitterness, how you can let go of this anger and how you can start looking at things from a new perspective and let your life take shape in a very, very different way. And you can begin during this break by thinking, is it worth it? Is it really worth it to hold on? Think about all of the things that we talked about and ask yourself, is it worth it? Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Equipped with the right skills, knowledge, and most of all the right questions, you too could have the success you're looking for. Join Laura Atchison as she hosts the Entrepreneur Masterclass each Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's been said success comes from not only what you know, but who you know. But what if you don't have access to the top experts? Well, that has changed. 
Laura Atchison, best-selling author, international speaker, and business strategist, brings you top experts from all around the world to help you take your business and your life to new heights. Join Laura for the Entrepreneur Masterclass every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the All Business Radio Network. Girlfriend It is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriended Principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to mm-hmm. have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Well, welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, I hope I have you thinking. Even if it's something small, even if there is something you're hanging on to way back from your childhood, it's worth exploring now. Now's the time. Now's the time you can resolve this bitterness, let go of the past, and move on to creating a really prosperous, happy, and abundant future. So this is all, all comes under the category of emotional intelligence, which is defined as having the aptitude to identify and manage emotions in a way that's healthy and constructive. Okay? And bitterness does not indicate a high level of emotional intelligence. A high level of EQ is also known to decrease stress and increase productivity. So why is it important to decrease stress? Wellness, right? You know, a lot of people seem to wear their stress and their ability to multitask and take on a lot as sort of a badge of honor. And I'm here to tell you that it's not. It's not healthy, it's not constructive, and it's not productive. So start to think about letting go of as much stress as you can. Now, I'm not an idealist here. I mean, everybody has stress. We all have some form of stress in our life. Well, maybe everybody I know anyway. I'm sure there are people out there who don't feel daily stress or don't feel stress often. Um, And so we want to put this into perspective. I'm talking here about the kind of stress that's actually keeping you stuck, the kind of stress that is keeping you in a place of worry, the kind of stress that's keeping you from living the life that you really want to live, okay? So if you have some bitterness, more than likely there's another person involved, and the first step in resolving that bitterness is to forgive them. And so when I say that to people, 
I can usually see the, the veins start popping out and the redness come across the face. I, I see the anger kind of coming up. I see the resistance coming up. I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't. I won't forgive them. Well, it can seem impossible to forgive the betrayal or selfish behavior, the hurtful behavior of someone, especially if it's someone you trusted and cared about. And usually, if there's a high level of bitterness involved, it's because these actions took place uh, in a relationship that was important to you, whether it is a business relationship or a personal relationship, you trusted that person. Something unexpected happened, right? Because if you expected it to happen, you probably wouldn't have done it in the first place. Okay? But the good news is that you can let go. You can forgive. And forgiveness is really important. And I've helped so many people go through the process of forgiveness. And a great resource for you might even be my good friend, Sean Duperon, um, over at Project Forgive, projectforgive.org. Check it out. Check out for, for more information on forgiveness. It sounds so basic, I know, but forgiveness is at the core of happiness and great health and prosperity and abundance and all the things that we all want in life. And you can do it. Anybody can forgive. Forgiveness always leads to a healthier, happier entrepreneur and greater successes in life and business. And when bitterness lessens its grip on you, you can focus your energies on other more positive parts of your life and your career. So to initiate the process of forgiveness, explore the fact that staying angry and holding on to that resentment is only going to hurt you. And we talked about that earlier in the show. I just want to remind you how it's going to hurt you, your loved ones, and your business. You give away your power when you allow undeserving individuals and their actions to take up space in your head, okay? Because you've got other places to put that energy, other more productive things to do, other healthier actions to take, and healthier things to think about. Now, here's an important key. When you give the intent to forgive, you're forgiving others, you're forgiving their actions, but you're not condoning them. You're not saying, okay, it was really okay that Tim burned me. What he did was right, unless it was, and you're, you're just fooling yourself. Um, it, it, you're not out there to say that it's okay that, you know, someone hurt you as a child. You're not. You're letting it go. You're forgiving. You're, you're reaching an understanding that that person, and, and again, this is not condoning their actions, but that they were following a pattern that was part of their paradigm, a part of where they were stuck at the time. And by hanging on to it, you're just perpetuating that pattern. So real, real important awareness. You're not condoning the actions. You're not saying it's okay to steal or to hurt, steal from or hurt others. You're saying it's happened to me in my life. I've learned from it. I've accepted it. I'm going to be careful as I continue to take other risks that I've learned from this experience and I'm not going to repeat it again. That's what you're doing. That's what forgiveness is about. And again, taking responsibility 
for your own actions, past and present, is going to stop that cycle of blame that perpetuates the bitterness. This goes a long way in what I call the bitterness recovery process, okay? Just sitting down and doing a uh, incident in review report, we might call it. And journaling is a really great way to do that. So let's just say uh, this is the one that's top of mind for me because I've had several people come to me with this problem lately. Let's just say you've ended up in co- a court battle with a past business partner. Yeah, partnerships are something you've got to be real, real, really, really careful about. And so you've had this court battle. It's devastated you financially and emotionally. It's just, you know, you just feel exhausted and, and you've been stuck ever since. Look at it and say, okay, what was my responsibility? And again, not taking blame here, not placing blame, not criticizing yourself, just learning what parts of it you might be misrepresenting, what parts of it that person may have been hurt by, what parts of it might have led to their behavior take responsibility. And again, that's something you're going to forgive yourself for and let go of. So also recognizing that you're engaging in this in in vengeful fantasies, like getting even or hurting the other party is important. So turn your thoughts towards something more uplifting or productive because when you sit there thinking about how how you're going to show Sam because Sam hurt you and you're going to get even or you picture Sam getting hit by a bus or you picture him in jail or broke or poor or you're angry because he's been able to turn around things and you haven't, that's not productive. So get productive. Turn it, Turn your thoughts around and start thinking and feeling your way out of this. Shift your perspective by discussing your feelings and viewpoints with a professional, objective third party, okay? And that's where I come in or your coach of choosing or a therapist. Try to avoid going to family members and friends because you know what? They've heard your story. They've given you all of the advice they have. They're dry now. You're not listening anyway, but when you have an objective party here who will tell you like it is, and believe me, I'm a coach who will tell you like it is, lovingly, <laughs> and, and uh, in, a, in a way that's meant to help you to move on, then you're going to start to let go of things and see things in a different perspective. And there are a lot of tools available to make it easier to let go of the past and take on that, that fresh, healthy perspective. And you know, my tool of choice, if you've listened to the Million Dollar Mindset often, then you've probably heard me talk about the emotional freedom techniques, EFT, also known as tapping. It is just growing and growing in popularity. And EFT is about our brain programming and how we are programmed to hold on to these these traumatic events in the past, even if they may not feel like true trauma to you, they are because they have an impact and they leave a pattern in our, our neural system that repeats itself. So 
do you ever notice when you're you're in crisis, you wake up in the morning and immediately you identify with a negative response, immediately you feel anxiousness or anger or fear, right? That's because it's ingrained into you on a physical basis. EFT works with that fact and helps to reprogram you, okay? It is amazing. In fact, the U.S. government has accepted it as an official means for uh, helping war vets with PTSD. And, you know, you don't have to go to war to have PTSD. There's all sorts of trauma that can cause PTSD. So remember that if you're hanging on to past events, if there are stories in your past that you think of and you still feel either on an emotional level or a physical level and you feel in a negative way, then EFT or the emotional freedom techniques might be a really, really, really good f- tool for you to look into. And I've been using EFT in my coaching now for 10 years. And I'll tell you, I, I always say this and I'll never, I'll never get tired of saying it. I am so privileged because I get to see what I call, you know, little miracles in, in EFT sessions almost every day. And sometimes they don't seem so little. People come here in great pain that they've been hanging on to for many, many years and they leave here feeling like a new person and ready to do new things. And so if you're interested in EFT, please give me a call. Reach out. You don't have to be local here in Chicago. I work with people all over the world, and I would welcome hearing your story and letting you know if I can help you or not. This is Marla Tabaka. You'll find me at MarlaTabaka.com, and all of my coaching rates are even on my website. So go ahead and look into that, and I hope that we get to talk in the near future. I look forward to seeing you here next week when I'll be here with Michael Vaughn, the CEO of the Regis Company, and uh, really talking about neural leadership, another just fascinating topic. Thanks for being here today, folks. I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, 